0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today, we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some protect your neck news. Next, we'll discuss the cyber aspect of the tensions between Russia and Ukraine. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. George Washington University in Washington, D.C., has issued an apology for its failure to inform students and staff about a pilot program that monitored the location of students faculty and staff according to the washington post the program used data collected from cisco wi-fi points across their campus to determine the density and use of buildings by students faculty and staff in an aggregated form in order to assess how this could help inform the safety and Facilities Team's operational priorities. The university's president emphasized that the project did not analyze data about individual students. However, the project did use data descriptors such as gender. The school also states that any data that it has not already destroyed will be destroyed. As we get closer to the midterm elections, election officials have requested more funds to address cyber threats. The funds will be used to test computer networks and provide cyber training for employees and volunteers. According to the Washington Post, these requests vary in amounts, with some Democrats requesting up to $20 billion in additional funding, while other budgets request around $5 billion. But there has been some pushback from Congress, with some pointing out the large amount of funding that states have already received from Congress. And that a lot of this funding has not been spent. Commentators have pointed out that a large portion of this funding has been earmarked to buy election machines. However, states are in need of funding to address the issues that they will most certainly face in November. According to Reuters, Meta, the parent company of Facebook, has agreed to a $90 million settlement to resolve a class action lawsuit that accused Facebook of tracking users when they were logged off of the system. The proposed settlement must be approved by the judge. What's interesting about this case is that it was initially dismissed in 2017 and was revived almost three years later after an appellate court found that users could try to prove that the company profited unjustly from violating their privacy. We also have some protect your neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of, and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. The New York Times is reporting on a new type of romance scheme used by crypto scammers. According to the story, a woman met a man that checked all of her boxes for a potential relationship. She met him on the dating app Hinge and was ultimately scammed out of almost $300,000. So how does this scam work? It starts off like a typical romance scam, where the criminal connects with their victim on a dating app, then gets them to trust them before moving the conversation from the dating app to WhatsApp or another encrypted messaging service. The criminal then offers to teach their victims how to invest in cryptocurrency. The criminal gets its victims to send their money to a fake crypto training site. These fake sites are super sophisticated and look like authentic services. But instead of investing their money in crypto, the victim's money goes to the criminal's wallet. What's interesting about this scam is the type of victims that are being targeted. It's mostly millennials. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your stepkid and protect your neck. So now on to our main story. As tensions escalate between Russia and Ukraine, Ukraine has suffered a number of cyber attacks. The most recent attack targeted the websites of Ukraine's defense ministry and army, as well as the country's two largest banks. According to Reuters, this was the largest assault of its kind in the country's history. The cyber criminals used a DDoS attack, or denial of service attack, According to reports by the New York Times, the attack likely cost millions of dollars to execute. Because of the scope and the costs, Ukrainian officials are blaming the Russian government. The Russian government, in turn, is denying any allegations of involvement. Following these attacks, Ukrainian officials have said that they've seen online warnings of other potential attacks that are being prepared against the country. Along with these cyber attacks on Ukraine, US officials are warning American banking and utility companies to brace for cyber attacks. Even if there are no direct attacks on US companies, companies may still feel the effects of these attacks on Ukraine. Because according to the Harvard Business Review, more than 100 of the world's Fortune 500 companies rely at least partially on Ukrainian IT services, with several Ukrainian IT firms. Being among the top 100 outsourcing options for IT services globally. This current conflict illustrates how war and conflict are changing in our connected society. Our final segment today is our cybersecurity awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the Kevin Hart Help Me meme. Comedian Kevin Hart had a bit in one of his stand up routines where he is pleading to a friend to help him by backing up one of his lies to his girlfriend. The plea for help quickly became an often used meme by people. This week, the Department of Justice announced its plans to change its approach to addressing ransomware attacks by focusing on helping victims, even if this help has a detrimental effect on the prosecution and criminal investigations of attackers. Victims have often criticized the FBI, and the DOJ for being slow to help them, especially when the FBI waited weeks to provide decryption keys last year related to the Kaseya ransomware attack. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.